So good morning, everybody. Welcome to Daily Devotions. My name is Lloyd, and today we're going to continue with our series on the Spirit-filled life. Um, and, and as you know, we've been going through the book of Galatians, the famous uh, Fruits of the Spirit passage. And this morning for our conversation, I'm going to be talking through and sharing a few thoughts with you around the fruit of goodness, uh, the fruit of goodness that the Holy Spirit produces in our lives. So let's have a look at the key passage of Scripture again that's formed the basis of our Spirit-filled life series over the last two weeks. It's from Galatians 5, to 23, and I'm reading from the CSB translation. It says, but the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. The law is not against, not against such things. And you know, throughout the series, we've said that the nine fruits listed here are fruits produced as a result of the Holy Spirit growing on the inside of us. These are beneficial results or natural consequences of living a life filled with and led by the Holy Spirit. These are not able to be produced by human effort, but by the work of the Holy Spirit alone as he shapes us and molds us and makes us more like Christ on every, on, on every single day, even in an increasing measure. And that's the difference between goodness as the world might define it and the spiritual fruit of goodness that is produced by the outworkings of the Holy Spirit. You see, spiritual goodness is not simply moral behavior. It's excellence of character. It's not simply doing good things. It's living in obedience to God's commands. That, in, that sometimes causes us to do things that the world might not view as good. For example, living the spirit-filled life as, with, with goodness as one of the fruits means that we are to pray for our enemies. We are to bless those who persecute us. We are to lend and not expect anything in return. If someone forces us to go one mile, we are to go with them two miles. You see, the fruit of goodness that the Holy Spirit produces is actually at a higher standard than what the world might deem as just good works. It's good works from a good heart, the actions and, and, and actions that stem from a good God. That's the difference. And this is this is God that has called us to live this way. That's the that's the distinction that, that Paul is making in, in the book of Galatians. He's saying that, you know, there's this difference between these two sets of systems that operate. That, that operate in our lives. The one system of law might say to someone, you know, uh, you must exhibit good behavior, good good behavior. You must, you must do this. It's like a legalistic, forceful requirement in an attempt to try and produce something meaningful. But we know that that never works, right? That, that never produced anything long-lasting. Whereas the system of the Holy Spirit says, be good because it reflects your character. For the one who is in you is good. And that's the difference. And this is why, you know, things don't have to be good around us in order for us to produce good fruit from within us. Amen. And just because things aren't good on the outside doesn't mean that we aren't able to produce something good from the inside. And this is precisely why the fruits of the Spirit listed here are not governed by the law. In other words, you can't regulate extravagant goodness. You can't make someone comply into being extravagantly good. It's a spiritual force, you see, that doesn't have its origins in human control or law. It comes from the pure Holy Spirit who is living in us. And so when it comes to living with an understanding of the fruit of goodness and, and, and growing in the production of that fruit, we must remember that in every situation, no matter what or where or who or how, we have the spiritual ability to produce goodness as a function of our relationship with Jesus so that others might be blessed. You know, we can be good to others because God is good to us always. And we like the saying, uh, don't we? God is good all the time, and all the time, God is good. 
See, we don't have to wait for something in order, to, in order for our hearts to pursue goodness towards others as a fruit that is cultivated by the Holy Spirit on the inside of us. Take the story of the Good Samaritan as an example of this, of this context. You know, we know the story well. Jesus um, uses, uses the story to illustrate a point and says that a man was going from uh, Jerusalem to Jericho and he was attacked by robbers. Uh, he was robbed, he was beaten, and he was left for dead on the side of the road. And two people passed him by. Two people walked straight past him, first a priest and then a Levite. You know, if you think about it, two people that should have technically done something about this man's need, right? Yet they didn't respond at all. They just simply walked straight on by him. And it was actually the Samaritan. It was the Samaritan, a person who was despised by the Jewish people of the time, who decided to abandon his sense of worry about what the world might say. He decided to put social class distinctions aside and let goodness flow from the inside of him towards someone else who may as well have been his enemy. And, you know, here was a man in society's, who in society's eyes at the time had every reason not to practice goodness towards this man who was hurting and needing help. Yet to the Holy Spirit, he was able to extend this helping hand. He bandaged his wounds. He took him in. He put him up um, in and in and even paid, paid the uh, difference. He showed goodness to the one who didn't deserve it at all. You know, it's the same supernatural ability that allows us not only to practice goodness towards other people in physical contributions like food and clothing, like we read just now from this, um, from this uh, Good Samaritan story, but also in confronting things in someone's life that we know aren't, aren't healthy for them. You know, as a function of a healthy relationship with someone, we should have the confidence to address something with them that we know isn't good for them in a way that brings them closer to God. It's not always easy, is it, to talk to someone about something that you know may be hindering their spiritual growth, but living with goodness as a fruit means that, excuse me, that we are able to graciously draw people closer to the character of, of, of who God is, in trust, in words of encouragement, in support, and where necessary, in correction and guidance to draw them back onto the path of righteousness, because this is who we are in Christ. You see, the spiritual fruit of goodness means that I have a desire in me to love others and to care enough about people and to selflessly pour myself out to serving them, meeting their physical needs, whatever needs they might have, but also their spiritual needs and reminding them of their identity in Christ and that our lives should reflect that identity. And so maybe be encouraged today to, in the same way that as the fruit of a tree is not for the tree itself, but for others, so let us also yield to the Holy Spirit and produce the fruit of goodness in our lives so that others may be blessed and enriched in the process. Amen. So I hope that encouraged you this morning. I'm going to take a moment just to pray for us um, as we close and as we head on out with the rest of our day. Thank you so much, uh, everyone, for, for your comments and for jumping on board. Um, I really do appreciate it. But let's take a moment just to, just to pray together as we, as we go. Now, so Father, thank you so much again for your Holy Spirit that is um, desiring to produce uh, these spiritual fruits from within us, Lord, so that others might be blessed. Father, we thank you that we have such amazing examples in Scripture of, of how to uh, combat what society might say um, is right and wrong, but actually what the Spirit says is, is true, what the Spirit says is good. And thank you that we have the opportunity to, to just release spiritual um, fruits, spiritual treasures in this world, Father, so that other people might be drawn closer to you. Holy Spirit, we yield again, we submit again to your leading this week, and we pray that as we have opportunity, we would also have courage to have those conversations with people, Lord, that we know 
need a word of encouragement to be brought back to the Father's heart. And Father, as, as we have opportunity as well for, for meeting the needs of those around us that might be needing food or clothing or even a hug or a place to stay, Father, we also pray for courage to, to meet those needs as well, Lord, as we extend this gracious kindness um, that, that you extended to us first to other people, Lord, all as we become Christ-like in everything that we do. And so thank you so much, Lord, for this week. We just committed to you again and pray all of these things in Jesus' wonderful name. Amen.